I say, when, when do we actually like start? Start. Okay, I'm back. Well, when Jack's finished with his sausage. Oh, I'm done. My, my sausage is gone. World One Stage One, your annual <laughs> gaming podcast. <laughs> you know what? We won't even be able to keep to that. I don't think we uh, made, it, made it within the year this time. Within the year. Within the year. It has been less than twelve months since we did this last. Well, not this because we haven't done this before. Don't clack that on the desk. I'm sorry. The loudest thing in the world. And the difference between having officially started the show and preparing to start the show is pretty minimal. Right, phone is quiet. Good. Good. I am Simon, and with me is... I'm going to have fun with this. Jack. Hello! Jack. Hi. Mike. Hello! And everyone in the chat room who's listening to us live. We're live! They'll say hi to this in about five minutes when the delay, you know, goes through. Yes. So, don't expect your show... That you're listening to, dear listener, to be edited or good? Did we ever promise good? No. Yeah, it's not that. We didn't promise no, we should, content. We should make sure that, you know, the word panties is going to be thrown around a lot during this episode, so let's just get those giggles out, everybody. When did you find my panty drawer? Worrying. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're back. Sort of. We're going to be trying to do this on a fairly regular basis. Fairly! How regular? This is the question I was going to ask earlier before the show actually started. How we're, regular? We were thinking on asking before we started, but now we've started. Well, this way the listener finds out as well. How regularly can you guys do it? I, I can do uh, every single day. <laughs> right, well, as soon as my laptop comes back from Mr. Singh. Uh, I can say most weeks. I, I can stick to a weekly schedule, apart from the occasional week where I may be away or sleeping because I'll be up at stupid. Jack, uh, me, I'm whenever, and I'm quite happy to do it weekly. So it looks like we're going to try and do a weekly show. Tuesdays, I like Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Cool. It's set. It's set it in stone. Try at least. We'll never fucking keep to it. <laughs> Yay! And hopefully next week I'll manage to set up the recording so I'm not hearing myself on a slight delay and I don't feel drunk throughout the show. Or I'll be drinking. Yeah, do do what we're doing. Oh, I'm, I'm drinking wine from the bottle. You lush. Mm. Classy gentleman. Absolutely. Um, also, I would like to start off this episode with an apology, like having mentioned that my laptop is in the shop. We have been pestering Simon for, I think it's been about, what, a month now? Nearly two months? What, to, to do the show? Yeah, like not not like pestering you, but sort of like really getting on your case about it. It and, is true. And, I came up uh, with this idea of doing it live because what's been keeping us from doing a show is having to put together all the audio recordings and edit them and all the production stuff, basically. So I yeah. figured, 
seeing as I regularly record an episode of Tech It or Leave It on Sundays on Simply Syndicated. Plug, 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 which is a live show and goes out pretty much unedited. I thought, why do we do that? Because then it's live and everyone knows it's live and no one expects editing or quality. And with you being busy, busy app developer guy, it makes your life a lot easier. It does. So now I can just take this, clip it, put in the intro music, and push it out as a podcast. Yeah. Yay! First of all, I want to make an apology to you, Simon, saying we're really, really sorry for constantly every week just going, is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? <laughs> no, no, that's cool. I needed that pressure because I wanted to get this done. But I am really busy. Yeah. So... It was actually only you guys continually wanting to do it that made me go, oh yeah, we all do want to do this, let's do it. Um, also to apologise to everyone else, because literally, like I said, we've been at this for like two months trying to go, is it ready yet, is it ready yet? And then the week we're finally ready, my laptop eats shit. <laughs> and yeah, it's your fucking fault. Yeah. Jackass. But the thing is, you sound pretty good. It's because I'm using Mike's uh, computer now. <laughs> yeah. He's using my setup, my setup's great. Yes. But compared to last time I spoke to you on Skype and you were using your headset, or maybe you weren't using your headset, I'm not sure. Yeah, to be fair, the last time you spoke to me was on my old laptop with no microphone. Yeah. Microphone, whereas now I have an external microphone and a brand new laptop, which is now in the shop in Bristol. So you have an external microphone and no laptop? Yeah, fair point. I mean, I could try talking into that really loud and maybe <laughs> you'd hear me, but... I think some of our other listeners would have a better chance of hearing you than me. They're a lot yeah. closer. Or two of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, there's three people in the chat room right now listening to us. Silence. Someone you four, know has joined. Four people. There yes. are four people. Oh, there is. Yes. Cause I was going to say, like, five like, people, but then like, I realised that they won't hear it for, like, three hours. So, hello, everyone. And good morning. I kind of want to say hello to Simply Syndicated because it's been a long time. Yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Hello, Simply Syndicated. I miss your terrible. We're back. Yeah. And it's a good changed. feeling. And it's, it's not like... Because we've done this before, where we've sat down to record a show, and it's not made it out. Yeah. So it's not like we're here going, we're back, and people may or may not hear it. <laughs> people are hearing it now. Indeed. This is happening. Wait, well, no, looking, I'm looking gonna, I'm gonna keep double checking this every now and again, but can you guys hear us? Yes. Well, no, no, not, not you, you. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, they're yes, reacting that. to what we're saying. They clearly can. You're reacting to that. Woo was us talking about them. Shut up. Although looking at the chat, look, it looks wonderfully domestic at the moment. It does. Where it's like, oh, I'm tidying, and I'm playing GTA. This wine tastes <laughs> yes, like playing GTA. Fun. So domestic. Well, it's Jen playing GTA. You know what she's like. True. It's 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 madness. <gasps> so, seeing as we're back and this is actually happening, should we talk about some video games? I don't, I, I can think of several good reasons why not to, but yes, let's go ahead. <laughs> video games. Is that it's, what we do again? Yeah, it's it's a thing we do. <laughs> it is. It certainly is a thing we do. So it's been a while. Well, what has everyone been playing? Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2. Alex lent me Tomb Raider, so I've been playing that. I've just finished that. Mm. It's good. It's very good. More linear than I had hoped. 
it's it's um terrifying just how you can die in this game. Oh yeah. That was always my favorite bit of the original Tomb Raiders though. Yeah, but the you know, spike traps and all that fair fair enough, but you know, falling down a waterfall and getting a pale yeah, animal crossing straight. <laughs> oh, Phil! Yay! Yeah, but yeah, uh, the deaths in Tomb Raider are always the best part, though, right? Yeah, they're just really Except gruesome drown. now. Yeah, replaying the spike traps and the drowning over and over and over again. No, no. See, <laughs> I have a lot to say about the ending, but knowing that you're playing it right yeah, now, I can't do that. No, but it's good. I really want to crack at the multiplayer. I saw the... I've seen Let's Plays of it. And... The Let's... The, the Rooster Teeth Let's Plays. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. So much fun. Yeah. yeah, they make it look a lot of fun. But yeah, but servers I, make I, it less a, a Let's Play... That, any kind of, like, you know, third-person shooter game that gives you a bow is, is you know... <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's your primary weapon fight. throughout the game. Mm. So, yeah. Um, Mike, what have you been playing recently? Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, yeah. Is that because it's free to Xbox Live subscribers? No, it's I just what? decided to start playing it again. It's that not free yet. I just got my old disc out. Or has it been free? Because the current free game is Fable 3. <laughs> I thought they were doing two, Halo 3 and it's Assassin's Creed works, 2. How it works is it's two games a month on the f 1st to the 16th respectively. So on the 1st and on the 16th they release a game which is free for you to download if you have a gold membership to Xbox Live. Once you down once you've been start the download, it's yours permanently. So there you go, Rowan. That's pretty you now cool. have a reason to have your gold account. Yeah, because I don't have a gold account at the moment. Yeah. No. I've had uh, nothing on the Xbox I want to play. Yeah, fair point. I use it for the Netflix. It's all gonna be titles which are um in house chosen. By the by the teams by Major Nelson's team, I believe, and they'll be chosen based on everyone already having it, not selling yeah. well, yeah. being old, yeah, being shitty. But, but well, they tend to be really good games, but, but for free. everyone has. But for free, you know. No, oh, yeah. If you haven't already got it, free is mm. a good price. Good point. It's still a bit too much for Fable Three, I'd say. <laughs> I like Fable 3. I did as well, but my god, did it have problems. <laughs> yes, it's a Fable I mean, I game. Got, I got Jen to uh, start the download on her account, just so it's, she has it. Yeah. Mm. So, and we've got, we've got it. We've got the actual disc, but it's just having two Xboxes, just it helps having the digital copy, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, as, as for games I've been playing recently, uh, sorry, Mike's making sweet hybrids um interesting oh what have i been playing i've got uh on steam been playing a lot of uh, blood bowl chaos edition um on the xbox been working through golden axe and streets of rage oh, that's been fun. yeah <laughs> uh and on the pc well you know uh, and demon bane so you know I, i'm now working my way into the worlds of of, of porn filled uh visual novels Nice. Yeah. What yeah. the hell is Demon Bane? It's basically... Don't look it up. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a porn-filled visual novel uh, set in the Cthulhu mythos. It's yeah. 
Naughty Cthulhu. Sort of, yeah. Uh, with giant robots. Yeah, that just got weirder. Like it is, it's it's really. This thing is, it's really well written. Like the writing style of it is fantastic, and it is. It does have a li- very, very, very little bit of porn in there as well, because you know, it is a visual. Yeah. But no, it's it's really, really good. Yeah. Because you know, Japan. I'll yeah. take your word for that. No, no, it, it is it is surprisingly good. But I will take your word for it. Exactly, but yeah, I, I've now realised this may be becoming my niche as the of the reviewer in this in this uh, thing is you know the porn guy. <laughs> well, you're the one who talks about it. Yeah, that's true. I have is been that playing Tomb Raider. Of us? Pardon? That's not a sound effect, is it? That's, that's no. That's uh, somebody outside of our flat is getting robbed. That's no, no, that's here. That's in London. Oh, okay, then it's not is a problem there. We thought it was here in Cheltenham where people live. You know, humans. As opposed to Londoners? Yeah. Who are robots. That seems fair. But yes, as I was saying, I've been playing Tomb Raider. I've yep. now finished Tomb Raider. I'm not really playing anything at the moment because I just oh. finished Tomb Raider. I'll have to send you a whole bunch of recommendations. I, I... I have plenty. It's really? The problem is choosing which game to get next. And <laughs> at, at the moment it's between Remember Me or... Uh, Bioshock Infinite. Ooh, good choices. Mm. Well, I've played Bioshock Infinite. And that's really good. I've not played Remember Me, though. It's fair to say, I will play both. True. It's just, <laughs> which one first? Indeed. And also, this will be interrupted when... In two days' time, uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown gets its iOS release. Oh, oh shit. I know. So I'll be commuting with my iPad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Actually, that's a good point. Right, Simon, do you remember like we went on that massive, long, like round of amazingness about how we all love Blood Bowl when it came out? Like that was our game of the year, I believe. Yes. Have you got and or played Warhammer Quest on your Apple devices? No. Really? Are you going to? Yeah, probably at some point. Cool. Okay, fair enough. But you know me. Um, I'm waiting for Space Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Much more my wheelhouse. That would be cool. I, I, honestly, it is I going to be cool. It's coming. Yeah. It's been announced. But, I mean, um, a, f- a friend of ours showed, showed me the, the trailer for Warhammer Quest. And I was like, oh, shit, now I need an Apple device. <laughs> and there is nothing, nothing has absolutely actually sold me on you know an iPhone or anything like that until I saw Warhammer Quest trailer. So It does look really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those people who likes fantasy games. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> speaking of that, you'll know the significance of this. I've been talked into a game of tabletop Pathfinder D&D. Oh, sweet Jesus, yes. I didn't think this could happen, but it has. What, what, what was it that specifically turned you? Okay, it was... Uh, since I landed in London, I've been networking and meeting gamers all over the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm on a few Facebook groups now. And one of them linked a video... Of um, Ian Livingston um, and various other people yeah. playing D and D, Pathfinders. Uh, was it Pathfinder? Anyway, tabletop with miniatures like with maps. Seven five. Yeah, and one of the players was uh, a woman named Louise who works at Orcs Nest, which oh. is a brilliant role play and board game shop. If you're ever in London, do do drop in. It is a fantastic yes. shop. 
And I Ooh, just a, met her yeah. that weekend at a barbecue. So I watched this video, which had the combination of, oh, I know her, and I know him, Ian Livingston. And I sat there and went, ooh, this actually, when played as a tabletop game with miniatures, with a GM who knows what they're talking about, this looks like it's not entirely awful. Yeah. And I had to sort of reframe it and think of it as a tabletop game. And the guy who posted the link said, well, I'm, I'm just about to start a Pathfinder game if you want in. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. So I shall keep you informed. You know, you know what you sold me on Pathfinder? What's that? Goblins. <laughs> goblins <laughs> sell you on anything, really, don't but they? No, this thing is specifically in Pathfinder, because in D&D, goblins were always a sort of like, you know, they turn up in, in hordes and you kill them to get, you know, with your first level characters up to scratch and so on. I thought that was kobolds. Kobolds, uh, go- goblins, and to a lesser extent, orcs and stuff like that. But goblins in Pathfinder, there's just so much wonderful little fluff to them. Like, uh, they, they're, they're afraid of dogs, they hate horses... They're scared of writing, and they all get like ranks to um, uh, perform because they all have beautiful singing voices. So they're kind of like you then. <laughs> I have a horrible singing voice, but Jack I do. He's hate... not scared of writing. People are scared of Jack's writing. Yes. Yes. As, as they oh should... God, yes. And yes, we did get the input. Also, we do apologise if like we don't respond immediately to what people are saying in the chat but there is also like a massive delay so there may be some problems in trying to keep conversations going between us and the listeners <laughs> and general jack yes we got your invites all will be well yes <clears throat> Yay! we so, haven't got your invites in london yet not yet but that's like what four hours ahead so anyway yeah anyway. So. I've I've also been playing uh, being the handheld man in the room. Oh yes, uh, an awful lot of my 3ds lately, because Nintendo have currently got an offer on, which is buy any three of a selected eight games from there from this select from this on this offer, and you get a fourth for free. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. Cool. And uh, I picked up. The latest Castlevania back when that first came out, because man, I love music Castlevania. Shame that that game sucked ass. <laughs> um, I got fire. Bad, Sorry, kind of been that bad, surely. Well, I could go on and explain, you know, the in, well, the ins and outs of it. It was okay. It wasn't what I was hoping for, basically. Fair given the pedigree of 2D Castlevanias that have come before. I'm trying to think of the, the voice actors. There are a shitload of really good voice actors in that game now that I remember it. Yeah. Um, okay, we're not going to go into that. Okay, but I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember off the remember top of my head. It's the same way you remember any any actor in anything. Like. I can't remember actors. Really, really? terrible. Yeah. God, terrible. Um, so if, if Neil Patrick Harris turned up voicing something in a game... He's not an actor, he's Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> it's like, it just is. I think you have to sort of have a sort of obsessive personality. It's like it's like when I recognise, you know, Winona Ryder in anything. No. In Winona fairness, Ryder. Winona Ryder is usually on screen. You're yes. usually looking at her, seeing a, Winona Ryder. Yeah, through a going, That's Winona Ryder. Like, I'm really bad with it when I'm seeing 
actors and actresses, but when it's the voice, I can't differentiate people's voices. What about Jim Cummings? Oh, fuck no. off. Actually, come can't. on, dude. The guy does so much. Yeah, but he always sounds like Jim Cummings. I don't know. You He's know, a brilliant voice actor, but he you, you can tell it's him. Or um, Tony J back when he was alive. All right, Tony J, yes. Jim Cummings, you know, hearing him do the terror mask and then Tigger. Yeah, all right, fair point. Yeah. You know? It's not like DiMaggio, who always sounds like DiMaggio. Yeah. <laughs> again, again, good voice actor, but always sounds like himself, you know? But he... So, um, he's not a voice Zachary actor, he's an actor Steve who does Boom. voices. Is he? I've only ever heard his voice. I don't think I've ever seen him any in anything. What I mean is, um, you have voice actors mm. who are um, skilled in manipulating their voice. They do three or four different voices on the same project. Right. But then you've got people like DiMaggio who are just a voice. You hire that voice. So, so a, a, good, a good voice actor be, say, Steve Bloom. Yes. Or Rob Paulson or someone like that. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Does Fry? Oh, um, oh. Billy West. Yes, that's yeah. Yes, he's a, good... he's a good example. He'll do yeah. five voices in the same conversation. Well, it's like it's like yeah. <laughs> How many characters is he in Futurama? I think uh, it's five or six. He 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 is at in at least in the when he did the movies, or the, the movies, um, he was at least seven or eight characters per movie. Jesus Christ! I am man who has no name. We've got a we've got a question in in the in the chat. Billy West. Um, Monster Hunter Three U and Luigi's Mansion Two coming soon, and Fire Emblem for the freebie. What do you reckon to that? What, what would you suggest? So you've got Monster Hunter Three and Luigi's Mansion coming soon. Uh, you've got Animal Crossing already, haven't you? So. Yes, Fire, Fire Emblem, uh, the new Fire Emblem is is amazing. That was the second game I picked up for Honest Offer. Um, it's fantastic. I mean, even if you've never played a Fire Emblem, Fire, uh, a Fire Emblem game before, it's you can easily jump into it. I recommended it to my assistant manager, and he he's never played any of them before, and he played it for you know twenty four hours across his gameplay so he does a lot of gaming though i've noticed he does but also, fuck yeah frank welker yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah if you think about fire emblem fire emblem is a great one to choose as your freebie i'm personally gonna get as my uh freebie animal crossing because fuck yeah <laughs> but i'm still deciding what to get for my third Right, hang on, you'll probably be able to help me out. This is, this is pertaining to video games here. So, Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's that? What about? is it? Yeah. Is it basically Harvest Moon? <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, Animal Crossing. Well, in this particular version, you are the mayor of a village. And uh, it's been put upon you to make life better for the town. But you've also been forced upon to own your own house by the evil, by the evil shop owner Tom Nook. Right. Okay. See, so this is where I've now had it explained to me, which is the case that Tom Nook, who is a squirrel, I believe, is a raccoon. Raccoon. Sorry. Buys you a house. Yeah. And then moves you into that house. Yeah. And then he has you perform various jobs to pay off that house. Yes. So, basically, Tom Nook is a pimp. Yes. Yes, he is. Because you know what happens? 
You work it off. You pay off the house. Don't he? He does. He buys you a big oh, house. Oh, yep, that for you. Oh my and he god! Has to pay off the next bit until you keep going until you've done all until you've done all the upgrades, basically. That's quite evil. Yeah. Well, apparently this time, yeah, um, this time around he's not as bad, but because you are, you have to redo the city, you can buy stuff like. Um, like features, you can buy benches and all that kind of stuff. But you can and you get fountains and all sorts to make the, the, uh, the village better. Yeah. But it's still Tom Nook, so there is, it's still some kind of, how can I get as much money out of you as possible? But there's, there's aspects to it such as um, bug catching and fishing and fruit collecting and, yeah, farming and all sorts that you can do in it. Yeah, I'm totally going to agree with Pandora here and just say, look, I I need a 3DS. I, I thought I had it bad when the when Ocarina signed 3D and all the, <laughs> the, the those sort of signature 3DSs came out, but it was just like, I need it now. I just uh, there's Super Smash Brothers coming out for it. I need it now. Now the question is, and Jack is our resident 3DS expert. I guess this is a question for you. Yes. Do I need a 3DS? Do you need a 3DS? Because you know the kind of gaming I'm into. And specifically that I'm not a Pokemon player. True. So, but I also have a commute and a lunch hour. Uh So, two compelling reasons to have a 3DS. But I have a DS. Do I need a 3DS? Right. Um, To be perfectly honest, no. If, you know... There are, the amount of games that are on the, the regular DS, you, you, right as of now, you would not need a 3DS. Well, that's a very affordable answer. Yeah. Yeah, we're your friends, Simon. <laughs> we, we, we do things that make, you know... Having said that, I, my, my role in life, it seems to me, is to talk people into buying things. So, having said that... I ain't finished yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Having said that, <laughs> <laughs> there is um, Nintendo really pushing the 3DS this year. There are tons of titles coming out that just appeal to all variations of gamers. I mean, you've got you've got the the hardcore um, RPG fans, and they've you've had so far you've you've had the Fire Emblems, and you've got uh, they got lots of stuff just on the eShop itself. And you got like you've a, got, uh, uh, Tells the Abyss and so on, haven't you? Yeah, you got your platformers. You got uh, currently you got stuff like you know, the Mario games. And this year, uh, well, in the next year, they've got a brand. They got the next 3D Mario 3D game, Ducktales HD remake. That's on the Wii U. Yes. Was that on the Wii U? That's on the Wii U. Oh, piss! That's on a console. I'm definitely not buying. <laughs> um, the game looks fantastic. And yeah, for your for your Poke fans, you've got X and Y. Oh God, am I looking forward to that as a Poke fan? But there's all sorts on the 3DS that are just it just keeps you interested. I mean, I've, I've got to admit, I I <laughs> am very much a, a Gen Two man. I am I, I with as, Pokemon, as, it's gold and silver. Yeah. So, but yeah, even no! I, but even I have now looked at X and Y and gone. I really want to do an all fairy type 
<laughs> it's like they, they announced the new type they, you know brand new types coming out and it's like okay cool uh now we've got fairies and i'm like <laughs> all six of my party members will be fairies at least three of them jigglypuffs fuck you dragon types well yeah when it comes to that they've announced the fact of they're super effective against dragon types they will be weak to uh fighting steel and uh was it fighting steel I can't remember what the other one was. Which weeks of fighting are still uh they will nullify neutral... dark or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's nullified dark energy, uh, dark types. Uh like neutral damage against fire types. Yeah, so they're really but they're really making they're it... all like pink and mad. Well that's not the thing that's the thing. They've some of they've gone back into the other Gen uh, generations and change certain ones types. Yeah, that's what I mean with Jigglypuff, for example. Yeah, for Jigglypuff, but you got stuff like from Generation Three, you got Gardevoir, which was a psychic normal type. Yeah, but that's not Jigglypuff. Therefore, I'm not counting it. <laughs> but you know, there's they've got this new they've got a the new level they've added to it, and for all these people that are going, uh, fairy type, it's like, well, it makes perfect sense. We think fantasy, you know, dragon. It, it makes it makes perfect sense in the realms of Pokemon, I guess. Well, no, I think I just think fantasy, you know, dragons, fairies, uh, weak against steel, fighting, you know, that makes sense. At least to me it does, I don't know. Freeze a good point, it's not, 3DS games are region locked, but DS ones are not. I didn't know yeah. that. That's another I good thing. I actually did not know that. Because the thing with the 3DS is that you've got the, the eShop and the various factors like that, so that they are region encoded. Uh. Yeah. But the yeah traditional DSs are not region locked, so you can, you know, import to your heart's content. And you should, because you know the world market needs imports, right? The world is round. Thank you, Mike. But, <laughs> as it currently stands, that's, I mean, that's the first thing you've said in like half an hour. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I still play Pokemon Yellow. Well, so yeah, as it currently stands, uh, do you need to buy a 3DS? No. Do you want to buy a 3DS? Yes. <laughs> well, as it stands, uh, not really. Oh. I haven't heard anything truly compelling yet. Fair enough, then. But the reason I asked, yeah. and this segues into something I know we wanted to talk about tonight, uh -huh. I'm not planning on spending any money on le uh, consoles for the living room. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I'm not interested at all. Mike, if you want to talk, be on a microphone. Yeah, come closer. Can't be. Right, we'll share. We'll share this one seat. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll share one seat, and I will drink an entire bottle of wine. Want to lay down, and then we'll just see where this goes. Holy shit! What is everyone's favorite Pokemon? No, Mike. What's your favorite Pokemon? Pikachu. Shut up. Okay. Jack Irish. What's your favorite Pokemon? I oh God, don't ask. I don't know. How the Do... fuck can you not know? How can? Because I've played every single fucking Pokemon game. Exactly. So you must have a favorite by now. No. I like them all. Psyduck. Right, my my sister manager would fucking love you. <laughs> That's his favourite. And mine is is always going to be Haunter. Always. Yeah, I'm surprised. Or, uh, or Gengar. I'm surprised you didn't Haunter say Gengar. come out. Haunter or Gengar. I do, I, I really like Haunter. Um, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's got to be Haunter. Or Gengar. Or Haunter. Or Gengar. Basically, any ghost type I'm good with. <laughs> and fairy types. 
But fairy types are just badass simply because I I love that sort of fan art thing that you showed me, Jack, which uh, which was basically like a guy going up against you know the, the Elite Four's dragon yeah. like gym leader, but he's dressed as like a bright pink Jorgen von Strangle with like <laughs> all fairy type little fairy wings in the back going, I'll kick your ass. Oh, Jack. Yep. Hammer. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I kind of want to respect. <laughs> I kind of want to respect my my open world Pokemon RPG character, who's a like a Swedish death metaler with all fairy types. We are kind of we are kind of thinking of redoing that anyway. So we'll have to see how it goes to an extent. But um, I don't know. Uh, if I was to pick a favorite type, uh, favorite Pokemon, I guess I always have uh, a fondness in my heart for Squirtle. And it's it's evolution chain. Because as much as I, I, I you know, I'm known for liking grass types, but if I actually, actually pull back the other day and look back into it, it's like <laughs> I have often picked more water types than anything else. So, fucking deli bird, <laughs> fucking deli bird, no, not the fucking deli bird. Also, I've got to admit, this is, this is wonderful that you know this is a podcast where people where someone can legitimately say I am known for taking grass types. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's true. They know me around these parts as the grass type. <laughs> <laughs> you walked into the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. But, um... Yeah. Um... Consoles. 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 Uh, things consoles. I like. Consoles. Things I don't it's... like anymore. <laughs> things well, I used to like. Considering how long it took... It took me four, to, four or five years to get an Xbox 360... And then, you know, and then another couple of years after that to get a PS3. I ain't in any rush to get the next gen. No, nothing's, nothing's grabbing me at all. I really don't care. I never out of the, out of two. <laughs> I like the PS4 more. Of course you do. They've got better propaganda. Yeah, no. and to be fair, to the victor, the spoils in terms of propaganda. And it is propaganda. Yeah. Their actual DRM offering is very similar. Oh, yeah. I... But you've got to admit, you know, it's going to win out, I think. Oh, yeah, it's won the marketing war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and one look at, say, you know, the Dreamcast to know exactly how big the marketing war will, you know, mean for uh, the consoles when they get released. And don't get me wrong. They're going to sell a lot of Xbox Ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, too well. Because Call of Duty has a dog in it. <gasps> oh my this, god! This is a party member that you care about! Oh my god. Have they seen what I did to the dog in Fallout? <laughs> <laughs> Have they seen what I tried to do with the crouch button and. Never mind. <laughs> no. Everyone is seeing that in their mind. Yep. Just <sighs> enjoy. Just what got me the most is just the price tag. I just. Is it £429 for the the Xbox One? Well, have they announced the British price? Yeah, it's $499, but £429. That's cheaper than I was expecting. Really? I I think when when they first did it, everyone was saying it's going to be £499 across the board, like £499, €499, and £499. That's what they normally do. Yeah, but yeah, £429, whereas the PS4, I think it's £349, £350. Yeah, it's about 100 100 quid less for... uh... PlayStation. But 80 quid less, which is... That's going to do quite a lot for them, I think. Mm. It's not going to hurt. Yeah, exactly. Although I was... The thing I was shocked of is how much the new DualShock controller is going to cost. It's, what, 60 quid for a controller? Fuck that noise. Yeah. Oh, Jesus shit. Christ. It's 
50, it's 50 something. It was it was close to 60 quid for a controller. I was like, I am out. Yeah. I'm so out. <laughs> so, guys, we're, we're, we're pretty much saying no to the PS4. Not 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 like a blanket no, but for a ne- uh, for now a no. I'm, I'm gonna say, by the end of the next console generation, yeah, I will own both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. At the beginning yeah. of the next console generation, um, I will own neither. For the next yeah. year, I will. Own I agree either. with that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna say this like Xbox One for for now, no. PS4 for now, no. Wii U now. These, sorry, these these words. Wow. Wii U now, no. Would you wow. know? Uh, Wii U now and forever. No. <laughs> well, see. So basically, we're what, all so... waiting for the Steam box. <laughs> no, I have a PC. I want my Steam I... box. I have one already. I don't have a PC. Well, let's think. I'm just rather than getting a console, I'll take two hundred quid and upgrade my computer. But Get um, hard drive. Actually, Simon, you'll know this. How much is a good gaming PC these days? Oh, how long is a piece of string? As a, as a general ballpark figure, so I've heard they're actually comparatively cheap now, sort of compared to how they used to be, maybe sort of two or three years ago. Well, mine was eight hundred. Guy next door got his for his is significantly better than mine. He got his for a thousand. Okay. So you're not saving that much money compared to, say, a console. No. For the money of a console, you could get. A reasonable machine capable of running anything that's currently out, but nothing at full, nothing at full tilt. And for a thousand pounds, you can get something capable of running anything at full detail, and it's a sliding scale in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just basically trying to sort of give everyone their options in terms of like if you want to keep up to date with gaming, but the new consoles have left you feeling a little bit dead inside. <laughs> Yeah, I did just spend about nine hundred pounds tricking out my gaming PC. Jeez, no. I wish I, wish I was you know, gainfully employed. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt good to watch the E three broadcasts and realise that I was going to save quite a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a really, really cheap year. Well, no, because I've already bought the PC parts. Oh. Yeah, but and a new 27-inch monitor for the PC. At least you're not buying, you know, a PC and an Xbox One and a PS4 and a... You're not going to have to get Which... a... I was planning to do just that. Oh, okay. And now I'm not. Exactly. Yay. So basically, you're, you're making a saving of, like, nearly a grand as well. So yeah. really, it's it's a it's a net gain. <laughs> by my math. Kind of. Yeah, just like... No, no, th- just w- do what I do. Think of it in that light... And your pocket will always be, you know, empty, but you'll always be happy. Fair enough. But I'm really struggling to think of any console exclusives that I want. Oh, I think I swear I saw one recently, but I can't think of it. It might have been just Warhammer Quest ticking up in my head again. Uh, The thing that's put me off the Xbox One is just the way that they've been. The guys at Microsoft have been handling stuff. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the the way they've been acting, like, rather than listening to the customers. The way they're acting against them. I mean, look at the various uh, Xbox support tweets when you know they had the thing of, "What about if I don't live in a broadband area?" And it's like, "Well, stick to the 360." Yeah, yeah. And well, then they... there there was a thing uh, the other day going about. 
um, someone asked them if I was to, if my account was to be banned, do I still have access to the games on my console? And they were like, uh, originally it was, no, if you're banned on Xbox One, you've lost everything. Yeah. Actually, Jeez. the question was about 360. He was asking about Xbox One. Major Nelson then came back and went, no, uh, on the 360, if your band's gone, on the Xbox One, you still have access to your stuff. Well, no. It's the, exact, certainly the exact same rules apply for both. They, they don't know what they're saying. No. Yeah. Which it's doesn't a help. lot of confusion. <laughs> uh, my favourite favorite thing to come out of all this is that the guy who did the release for the Xbox One, speaking of, was like, man, this guy's really bad at it. He's really trying to destroy it. Why is that? Oh, he used to work for EA. Because <laughs> <laughs> my reaction is, I don't actually have a problem, in principle, with this kind of DRM, with this kind of always online, with having a heartbeat to the server to authenticate, because I play Steam. Yeah. And yeah. Steam does all of those things. Admittedly, it lets you go 30 days between heartbeats rather than a day. Yeah. But if they'd come out on stage and said, you know, we're addressing problems of the previous generation. You know, we don't want you to ever get to the point where you, you queue up and find your game is sold out on launch day. So it'll always be available online. We don't want you to have scratch discs, disc swapping, all those kind of old-fashioned problems. Yeah. So we're concentrating on installed digital distribution. And if they'd sold it right, the way that Steam does, if they'd said, by putting these controls in, we're fighting piracy, which means we don't have to absorb the cost of piracy, which means we can sell you games cheaper. That's what yeah. Steam does. Hmm. If they'd said all these things, I'd have gone, oh, that sounds quite good. Mm. Basically, if they, if they just said they were selling Steam... Yeah. You know, if they'd sold it on its merits... Rather than coming out and saying, here's the new Xbox One, you're fucked. Mm. Which is the EA approach. Oh, Phil just made a good point. Have you seen what they've been doing at Best Buy in America? No. Um, where people have been queuing up uh, for Nintendo, for the Nintendo doing their promos, sort of thing. People are queuing up for that. Um, there are representatives from Microsoft there walking up to them and going, hi. Have you thought about pre-ordering the Xbox One? <laughs> like, like, like. Hi, I'm I'm uh, I'm Father Greg from the Church of Latter Day Saints. Have you thought about Jesus? No. But it's it's like it's like wow, it's, guys. It's, it's the best place to go. So that was the most hilarious thing I think I saw, which was when the after EA when then oh it was just before EA when when um, the Xbox One was fully announced. Wait, okay, so the Xbox One's been announced. Uh, sorry, yeah, E3, sorry. <laughs> um, the wine is, is getting to me. When, before E3, before no. E3 when the Xbox yeah. One had been announced, uh-huh. and suddenly, like, Xbox One's been uh, announced, PS4's been announced, sales of the, um, the Wii U the stocks for the Wii like 350 cents <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is, this is just beautiful. When's, when's the Dreamcast 2 coming out? <laughs> well, that's nothing people have been saying you know now is the time for sega to, to swoop in and go see all this guys it's like something, you, you know that you know the gaming business or, more than or for, yes yeah, is, is that even a possibility not really okay sega sega they've now. started oh. r&d now okay 
they might have a console ready to go by the time the Xbox 2 comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But it's the... Another thing I've been seeing is for, for at least us over here in the, in the, the sunny UK was like someone went all this stuff you can do with Xbox TV doesn't mean shit to me over here because I can't do any of that. True enough. Yeah. yeah. The, of the licenses and things they're selling aren't applicable outside of the US. Right. I mean, they will do deals with UK content providers. They've got a deal with Sky on Xbox now. Mm. Mm. But it's like they won't, they won't be able to sell it in Germany, will they? Why not? Well, with their uh, right to resale. It's a good point as well. In the EU, the, the right to resale thing is, I thought, would be kind of a big problem with um, the way they were going to handle their DR, not DRM, uh, the. Uh, well, it is DRM. Yeah, the the, the, the the right to resale and the whole uh, pre-owned games thing. Have they have they mentioned talked about that at all in any press releases or anything like that? No, but oh. you're not buying a game. Is it the whole you're buying a service rather than buying a product? Yes. Right. You're licensing content. In which case, are they not going to have to do a shitload of work to make sure there's that replayability is a, a you know a major thing? So not really. It continues to be a service. Well, no, no. no. I, just because you don't have to use a service for it to exist as a service. But if you're paying, uh, yeah. If you, when was the last time you, for example, yeah, pay into a life insurance scheme, mm -hmm. you will never use that service. Still counts as a service. True. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, consoles. Not great. No. no, not at the moment, which is a shame. I mean, but and it's a big but. It's it's a it's a gorgeous big but. It's a but that Sir Mix a Lot would sing about. <laughs> you know, I actually listened to that song again the other day. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I like the Jonathan Coulton arrangement. I've not heard it. Ah, oh, you should check. It oh, out. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, the big but is that for years. Video games on the PC have been built down to the lowest common denominator. The lowest common denominator is the consoles. There's no point pushing your graphics engine much further than you can get it to run on a PS4, a PS3, sorry, or a 360. Right. Because it's such a small amount of your audience that will benefit from that. Because the PC is a niche. The However, PC gamers are in the minority of PC users, I guess. And in the minority of games players yeah but that lowest common denominator just took a huge leap forward oh yeah so pc games now have as a bare minimum the kind of stuff we were seeing at e3 as their baseline so basically it's it's golden days for the the shining pc gaming master race yes <laughs> because over the next few years during this console life cycle 4k monitors are going to become standard and graphics cards capable of driving 4K monitors are going to become standard. So we're going to see beautiful things. <laughs> beautiful big butts. Yes. What's Phil that? has dropped a uh, link into the chat if you wish to see the uh, Microsoft employee promoting the Xbox at the Wii U's Best Buy event. Although if you're watch if you're listening to this at a later date, um, don't. It might be in the show notes. Yes. Oh, cool, cool. Depending on whether I can be bothered. 
<laughs> I'm um, copying and pasting it now, so there's a possibility. Yes. It wasn't. It was a big thing I read coming out of E3 that a lot of the Microsoft promo games that they were actually running as playable were running off PC PCs. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, the, the things that they were showing weren't actually what the Xbox One is capable of. Is that right? Well, They're just not optimized yet. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, the Xbox One and the PS4 are PCs. Yeah. In, yeah. in shiny black shells. More than ever, they're both x86 architecture machines, which is exactly what's in your PC. Oh, Arsenal gear. Hence why I want to take all that money and just bump up my machine. Because it means that ports will be even easier. Bumping up your machine. Only if it's breathing. Okay. I'll bump your machine. <laughs> oh, another factor for the PS4 that, that it got actually got me interested was the um, situation of when it comes to game developers that they've said to them if they wish to release a game on the PS4 that they have to have if they're not using a specific peripheral with their game they have to uh, program in some functionality for the Vita Hmm. Which should be kind of interesting. It's going to see a lot more handheld games crossing over between the two platforms. Yeah. And the best, even if it's just using the Vita as a controller, you know, just just something, yeah. just something it has to have some capability for the Vita in it. But uh, from that, what I've seen was uh, some guy did a thing going, "I would buy one. I would buy a PS4 if they did a PS4 and Vita bundle." Yeah. For a good price. I'm like. Yeah, that would actually... I would be quite sold on that myself, actually. Yeah. I would be tempted. Yeah. So it, it, like... it, would certainly, it would certainly bump it up in our estimates, I guess. Mm. And it would give a lot of people a reason to buy a Vita. Yeah. Who don't yeah. currently have a reason. I really, really want a Vita, but right now I'm just like, there's not enough... Of, like, the whole well, stream of the downloading... Another, re- cool, another but... reason for the Vita, why the Vita's getting better, is because Sony are really for the Vita... It's, uh, put, for the Vita itself, pushing indie developers to release titles for it. So, yeah, that's that was the other big thing between the Xbox yeah. One and the PS4 was the the whole uh, approach to indie developers. Yeah, I mean, Alex was playing Limbo on his over the weekend. Yeah. So, you know, I still want it as a wedding present, Jen. Jen, that's fine. <laughs> Just saying, another one wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Have two Vitas and have them battle to the death. Well, she can have one, and I can have one. That'd be fine. So we're not sold on the hardware. No, no. But what did people think of the games they saw? So what? games, all of you. The games look gr- good. From what I could, see, what, what I did see, they look very pretty. Games-wise, all I've really seen is 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 Call of Duty. Um, well, that has a dog in it. It Call does. It does <laughs> Call of Duty has a dog in it, and that's great. And that People is, I'm dogs. sure they've. I'm sure they've announced other things for the Xbox One, right? I mean, I'm not actually trying to make a joke here. I am trying to say, like, um, seriously, what have they announced other than Call of Duty for Xbox One? I was quite interested in the shots I saw for Battlefield Four. John Madden. Oh God. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Oh, other oh, than oh, sports oh. and other than sports and and grimy grey first person shooter set in a modern war. That's thing, so the thing is, though, I don't actually remember any. For, at least for the uh, the Xbox One and the PS4, what yeah. they showed, because I was just blown away when it came to the Smash Brother releases. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, Mega Man, fuck yeah. Holy shit, Super Smash Brothers Wii is going to be, Wii U is going to be fucking incredible. So, you know, if it's a, if they do a, it's going to be on the 3DS as well. Yeah. So that might be a reason you might, if you if you want right. to get a 3DS. Alex has brought up another thing that's come up in gaming in the last uh, couple of months since we've been away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a game that I'm actually boycotting. Metal Gear Solid what, what, 5. What? So, by boycotting, you mean not buying? I'm, yeah, it, 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 it's a very dramatic way of saying it. I'm not going to bother with it. Because there's a lot of games I'm boycotting. Yeah. But, like, on purpose, I am not getting... I'm very pointedly not getting Metal Gear Solid 5. David Hater. Exactly for the David Hater reason, which I, on, I, I really wish had been an April Fool's joke. On, on, for those of you who don't know, on the 1st of April, uh, David Hater announced that he was not going to come back to be uh, the voice of Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid 5. And he's been there since Metal Gear Solid you know, 1 back on the PlayStation. Uh, and, you know, people said, oh, you know, why? People were spreading rumours that maybe like, he'd asked for too much money or something like that. But it turns out they had honestly just not asked him to come back. They just found someone else. Well, the, the excuse they're coming up with now is the fact of you're not playing as Snake, you're playing as Big Boss. Yeah, but like, yeah, but Big so, Boss was also voiced by David Hayter. Yeah, I, I get, I understand that. So they, they, but, they kind of cast him out without saying that. And they go, um, it's okay, we've got Kiefer Sutherland voicing him. Like, uh no. I'm I'm really probably not gonna I'm I'm not going to bother with Metal Gear Solid Five, basically. Funny thing is they did the same thing to Kevin Conroy and Batman. Yeah. But then for, for Arkham Origins. Yes. Really? But I believe the outcry was so immense that they've just gone, Okay, no, we'll get Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's in it now. The pro- yeah, the problem is I don't know if whoever they got into voice Batman other than Kevin Conroy is gonna have as much clout as say Keith Sutherland. True. Well, the the voice that you hear in the latest trailer is the voice actor they did have. Yeah, because they, so... they used another voice actor, and now they've got Kevin Conroy back. But I'm just like, I really, I've looked at Mega Sword Five. It looks interesting and all that, but at the same time, ah, uh, no. He loses his arm, Jack. He loses his arm. <sighs> you lose your arm. I love, I love Mega Solid, Always have done, but yeah. Oh dear. Did anyone see anything about Destiny? Uh, I saw it existed. I missed everything, and I really need to go back and have a look. See, I was hugely disappointed. I've been waiting for that for a while. Go on, tell, tell, tell. Basically, this is the first game from Bungie since they got free from Microsoft. It's big, it's sprawling, it's ambitious. A lot of stuff that I was uh, kind of optimistic about. Hmm. They've shown off some in-game stuff now. And the trouble is, I was looking at it, and they were showing off different types of enemy and different types of enemy vehicle. Mm-hmm. And there's these sort of uh, small, agile-looking guys with sniper rifles, and I'm like, well, they're jackals. <laughs> yeah. And there's some sort of decently-sized guys. They look like melee to mid-ranged fighters. They're elites. Elite. Yeah. Big dudes with war shields and hammers and their brutes. And I just thought, well, this looks like reskinned Halo. Then they showed a drop ship with these hatches that drop on either side and about a dozen troops fall out. And I was like, well, that's a Covenant drop ship. <laughs> oh, no. And then a six limbed, multi pedded tank. Scarab. Looked 
a lot like a scarab. Well, see, it's, it's scarabesque. It, I really want to use the word scarabesque. That's really fun. Quite beetly, in fact. <laughs> so... I'm looking forward to the new Halo game, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if they manage to pull off all the other stuff they promised about giant, massive world, persistent world state and seamless multiplayer and um, per-character questing and all of this stuff, it could still be really interesting. Yeah. But damn, it looks like Halo. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand... I had a lot of problems with Halo 4 in the fact that it wasn't like the last one, so that might be a good thing for me. Maybe. I did, however, have my opinions raised on Watch Dogs. Hmm. Is this one that's caught on anyone else's radar? Well, I, I keep hearing the name pop up. Um, People have been talking about it a lot more, I'm gonna try, and I missed it. If you hear any, I'm going to try and keep the clacking to a minimum. I'm going to try and find the link for Pandora about the whole David Hater thing. Yeah. Okay. What's this? Meanwhile, uh, I'll give you a little intro on Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs is an open world game. It looks at first blush kind of like a modern Grand Theft Auto. Sort of a modern contemporary city, you can go anywhere, do missions in different orders, all that sort of stuff. But you play a near-future cyberpunk hacker. You're carrying what presumably is a smartphone. And you can use that to look up information on any of the NPCs around you. You can get like their criminal records and any sort of public information about them. You can use it to hack people's tablets, people's cars, lights, security systems, all of this. Someone put it quite well. It's modern technology has superpowers. Huh. And you can use this to take all these different approaches to problems. So one mission they showed off was an assassination. And it's this guy who's in a club. Oh, I remember watching this trailer way back when it first appeared. Hmm. And he uses his device to hack the guest list, which is on a tablet. So he's invited into the club. Mm. Finds his target. Startles his target. His target runs. Gets in a car. So to stop the car, he hacks the traffic lights. So they're green in every direction and there's a huge pileup. And he luckily kills the target in the crash. Uh, And there's another clip of him getting stopped by the police using his device to turn off all the streetlights on the block. So suddenly it's plunged into darkness and he can run. It just looks really interesting. Yeah, I remember that now. And uh, that came up with the whole prism thing recently, didn't it? Mm. Oh, yes, prism. I was just like... uh." That one thing that they were totally doing. (laughs) Anyone really didn't think they were doing that was very naive. They've been doing it since the 70s. Indeed. So super superpowers, basically, disguised as technology. Techno power. It just makes me want a proper Ghost in the Shell game. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah. The last one, literally, <laughs> the last one I played was um... the PlayStation Two one. No, the PlayStation One one. Was it PS One? There was a PS One and there was a PS Two one. Was standard uh, complex for the PS Two. 
Yeah. Oh no, I did. I did play the PS2 one. Yeah, um, the, the sort of third-person uh, shooter. Yeah, shooter. We've really because the, the, the PS1 one was another was another touch. Well, not touch coma, but another you were in a mech for part of it. As yeah, well. I, I remember playing the demo of the the PlayStation One game before I even knew what anything about what Ghost in the Shell was about, and playing at you know the little the, the little red. Is it a touch coma? Or is it like a, a fuchcoma? Or I think it's the it, fuchcoma. Yeah, it's a fuchcoma. Yeah, because I remember it's, I played it as well, not knowing what it was. Yeah, hanging from the ceiling and shooting things, and <clears> it was pretty basic. But I remember all the cutscenes being sort of it was um, Shiromasumuni art, and it was fucking gorgeous. It's a bit off topic. But have you seen they released the first eight minutes of Arise? Arise? The new Ghost in the Shell. Oh, shit. No, no I, I had it was another one. It's a new production IG series. Oh, oh my God. Oh, crap. I need this in my life right now. It's. It looks like it's set as a prequel. And in possibly an alternate timeline. It's going to go mute for a second. Me and Mike just have something to discuss very momentarily. Fair enough. So it's before... It's a young major... In a in a previous body, so they've changed the character model, and they've got a wonderful excuse to. Okay. And is it this... seems to be how she sort of gets involved in Section Nine, and becomes works her way up to be the major, basically. Yes. Okay, guys. Um, sorry to <clears throat> drop you very. We're gonna have to disconnect and reconnect again. Uh, very like now. Technical issues. Technical issue. Uh, but we will we'll be back in like two seconds. Okay. Okay, dokie. We well, shall continue about. Them. See you in a bit. So that will tie into either the East a bit more then. Possibly. Yeah, I I did think that. But the trouble is, yep. I've seen the first eight minutes, but I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> hey, can, can, oh shit, can you hear us? No. Shit, no. Oh no, no what no, do we no. do? <laughs> okay, we're back, we're back. Right, that was more painful than we thought. Can you hear us? No. I don't know why more people don't troll like that. Yeah. But holy shit, so, yes. I need to see this. Because I just think Japanese. Ah, maybe you can watch it and tell me what the hell is going on. I can guess or pretend I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I can say various things, like I can't beat Airman. <laughs> and I, I, and I, can, I can enthusiastically tell someone that every morning I drink coffee then go to the bank in Canada. It's true, he can. I've heard it. Jenna taught me have how, as much, to, have as much how to say yeah, I'm a penguin. Like put, I'll put some coke in your rum if you put some rum in my coke. Nice. I'll put it all over my desk. To get back to um, stuff shown from E3, uh, as Jenna pointed out earlier, the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer for the Kingdom Hearts fans out there. Oh god, that game looks pretty. Yes, it looks stunning. I don't know the franchise. Fair enough. But I've seen enough the, of it yeah. to get a feeling for how much it's improved. That, oh, yeah. that little bit of gameplay they had in it, just, just like, oh god, the extent that they're doing for it is... It I looks... was never much of a fan of Kingdom Hearts, um, but there was one bit on that game that completely just... I, I, I sucked so many light fucking hours of my life into. Was it the 1000 Heartless Battle? No. It was the gummy ship. Ah, oh, the gummy ship. I yeah. love the gummy ship. You design and fly ship. your own spaceship made out of, like, gummy sweets. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, Disney. Cause it's Disney. The, Why not? 
Go for it. It's the thing from it now that people go, right, so Disney now own... Yeah, you know, they own Marvel and they own Star Wars. This game is going to be friggin' incredible, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever much... watch Deadpool beat the shit out of Darth Vader, you know. Yeah, they've pretty much done Disney when it comes to it. There's a few that they haven't used that they could use for it, but they in two they used Tron as that was. Next week. That's a Disney movie. As that came back into fashion again, so. Who knows what they could do this time around? I mean, like we said, all we saw was a animated trailer and then, you know, 20 seconds of a gameplay clip. Now, how does Disney's relationship with Pixar tie into Kingdom Hearts? Uh, have they had any? Uh, no, they've... they've not actually used Pixar. In... They've, they've used other peripheral things, like, uh, I mean, Halloween Town's in there, isn't it? Yeah, they have used Nightmare Before Christmas twice, so. Yeah, Treasure Planet would be a good one as well. Yeah. Although. Uh, Mike has also mentioned something as well, based on the whole Marvel thing, is that who's looking forward to next week when Deadpool comes out? Hells yeah. Oh yeah. I'll play it. Oh, oh yes. I'm not optimistic. No. <laughs> they they got onto the right they got onto the right sort of realm of things with the uh, with the uh, the trailer I think. Yeah. So but the trailer I... looks like a game from 2003. True, but I liked a lot of games in 2003. 2003 was a good year. That's true. <laughs> I'm just expecting it to also, be... Also, hang on, didn't we start off as a retro video game podcast? Yes. We can't say that old games are bad games, can we? I'm not in any way. Okay, good, good. Just, just checking, just checking. I'm just saying new games that are old games when they are new. On that on that note, though, actually, a, a, a console exclusive, uh, Dragon's Crown. Is anyone Dragon's looking Crown? forward to... I can't believe you've not heard of Dragon's Crown, Jack. No. It's a very, very anime-inspired um, 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up, like Golden Axe and Streets of Rage. It's oh, a brawler? Right. Yeah. Ooh. It's coming out on the PlayStation 3 and Vita. So it's sort, of, it's sort of console exclusive. Huh. I had not uh, heard of that one, no. Basically, if you like Golden Axe and you like Queen's Blade, you can sort of see where I'm going with this. It's very uh, <laughs> fan-service-y. <laughs> Uh, boobs and swords. Boobs and, and swords, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a side-scrolling brawl, uh, brawler. Awesome. Which is coming out in August, I believe. Which is weird because I've been seeing like promo material for it for about three fucking years now. Yes, very. No, uh, I know that the Wii U Virtual Console just have done or just about to release the. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, oh my god, it's on Xbox arcade. Live as well. Xbox Live yeah. Arcade. Um, Shadow of Mystara. Yeah, they're doing it. Well, it's really, the, it's really the, good game. It's the two arcade games they did in uh, one ta pack. Tower of Mystara and Shadows over... Dru Dru something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's basically, yeah, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you play as an elf, a dwarf, a cleric, a thief, a paladin, or... Some of those were added in the second game. Yeah, a couple of the the thief and the With something brother were added in the second game, but it's yeah, it's a really 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 fun little thing. I played it on um, uh, Mame, I believe. Uh, it's yeah. really really fun, really good game. Well, two games really. Um, if you like your side scrolling brawlers like Golden Axe and whatnot. <laughs> no, I've not been, I've only watched Queen's Blade for the first time like this year. Oh, did you see what Alan put? Alan? Yes. Oh, yeah, the new Dead... The people that are doing Dead Space aren't working on Dead Space. 
They're, they are working on something, but it is not Dead Space 4. <gasps> that was another game I saw for the new consoles coming out. Yeah. Battlefront. 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 Yes, I'm hoping that's not a console exclusive. Well, it, it won't be, because, I mean, the old one was, what, PlayStation 2 and Xbox? The last one no, I mean, Battlefront. I want it on the PC. Oh, I see. Yeah, it was on the PC as well, wasn't it? Battlefront and Battlefront 2 were both on the PC. Well, I can't, it's I can't imagine. Steam. Yeah, I can't imagine it would be not on PC. Mm. I mean, I hope not. Anyway. We can hope. Because uh, I love Battlefront. And yes, to... Star Wars Battlefront, for those who haven't quite caught up with us. It's basically Battlefield in Star Wars. And if they progress it as much as they did between 1 and 2, I... The moment I realised I loved Battlefront 2, because that was the first one I played, I mean, I think I played like a, uh, a demo where I played around someone's house a bit of Battlefront, and to sum up, the, 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 in Battlefront 1, you had a, a choice between either ground combat or space combat. I was like, oh, cool, I'll give space combat a try, and it's like, all right, you're the Imperials, uh, do you want to be a TIE fighter, a TIE bomber, or a TIE interceptor? I was like, oh shit, I'll be a TIE fighter, awesome, fly around, zap, zap, zap. That was free, really fun. Battlefront 2 rolls around, I go, oh, cool. I'll play a space battle, right? I'll play the Empire again. And it said, do you want to be a pilot or a stormtrooper? And I thought, neither of these two people can fly. So this is going to be interesting. A pilot can fly, I'd by definition. Can fly. Eh? You said, do you want to be a pilot or a stormtrooper? A Neither pilot, of these a, people can fly. A pilot cannot fly. He can't like, just take off from his, from his feet. Flying is the thing he is trained to do. No, that no, is why he, he's called he a pilot. He can pilot a ship that can fly. But he himself cannot fly. He has no wings or jetpack. That's what I mean. Trolling is occurring, Jack. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to explain to people that are listening that might not understand. Anyway, and I saw that and I was like, all right, cool, I'll be a, I'll, I'll be a pilot, I guess. And then I got spawned in, like, the, the mess hall of the Star Destroyer. And I thought, holy shit. And I ran to the hangar with all the klaxons going off and the warning bells all going off. And there was the hangar with the TIE fighters and bombers everywhere. And I thought, holy shit. And I got into my TIE fighter. I flew out of the hangar, I did a bit of dogfighting, and then flew into the enemy hangar and started planting time bombs all over their ship. Battlefront is a frigging amazing game. And not just like a frigging amazing Star Wars game, it's an amazing shooter, it's an amazing just game in general. It's beautiful. I hope to God they do it justice. Oh yes, absolutely. Really do. Well, it's going to be the Battlefield team doing, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, oh, really? The Battlefield team? It, it is. They've said it's the Battlefield team. To be fair, this. Still, going to be no, fantastic. No, that's going to be good. That's good, because they have... Uh, from what I've seen of you playing Battlefront, Battlefield 3, a lot of the mechanics are quite similar. Yeah. Yes, it's huge worlds, vehicles and foot combat. A lot of capturing uh, objectives and stuff like that. By yep. just, yeah. So, yeah, they're actually very... Are, are they made by the same people originally? Um, no. Oh, no. Okay. Cool, because they're very similar games. Was this one of these ones that started off as a modification for Battlefield? No, or was it straight off Battlefront? I think it was just straight off because I'm. I don't know actually. I'm, I'm probably talking. I'm out pretty sure it was straight off Battlefront. Yeah. Right, be right back. I'm going to leave you and Mike's tender caress for a moment. Ah, don't do that. I'm fucking talking. <laughs> How do you talk? Words, things. Um, you to talk. You're our youngest member. You should be full of vim and verve. Oh, bugger off! You know I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> My the things I'm looking forward to this year. I've got Company of Heroes two is out in a couple of weeks. I think. Pretty sure Company of Heroes two is out next week on the twenty fifth. Really looking forward to that because <laughs> I remember exactly when it's coming out. 
I've had it. Um, I pre-ordered that last year on Steam. I've been waiting for that for so long. Yeah, I'm not doing pre-ordering anymore. I don't care. I'm have, I'd have it. <laughs> and then I've got the one that I was always going to pre-order, no matter whatever happened. September third, Total Total War Room Two. That I'm looking forward to. Which looks amazing. I've creamed so bad with all the stuff they put out from E3, all of the screenshots and all of the video of the new battles. It looks so pretty. It's how I remember it looking, but now when I go back and replay it, it doesn't actually look like that anymore. <laughs> it's this is be a good year for me. I'm also looking forward to Dragon Age Three. Oh, <laughs> Dragon Age! Right, this is the problem. I've still not Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age Two, Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> Stick to a naming convention, you fucks. <laughs> that then it'll be every even number. So it'll be Dragon Age Four, and then and then Dragon Age Poopsmith. Uh, I don't know. But they released a trailer at E3. Varric looks so sad. And Morrigan! But, yes, Morrigan and Varric. My two favourite characters, one from each game. Yeah. Thrown together. And from what I see, am I, am I alright to talk about spoilers uh, for Dragon Age 1? For... Well, let's ask the audience. No, I've not played it yet. Oh, fuck it. Right, okay, never mind. Now. You guys talk all, about all it I will say is, All I will say is then... The, oh, my God. The, the, the Dragon Age Inquisition um, trailer... Spoil. ...syncs up perfectly with my ending to Dragon Age 1 and the Witch Hunt DLC. Ah, uh, yeah, yes, I know what you're getting at. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how this is going to go down with people that made different decisions to how I did. Because as you all know, I... I, I was given the opportunity to put a baby in, in Morrigan and, you know, I'm only human. Or elf, really. Um, you're your, your elf was a dicking machine, so... Yeah, there are, after after my <laughs> warden's uh, rampage around for Elden, there are going to be so many half-elven babies cropping up all over the place. Gay babies? Uh, he just put his dick in everything. That's true. Do you uh, know, I saw a supercut the other day. Supercut? Of a scene in Dragon Age 2. Yes. Where two companions of your choice try and rescue you. Yes. And it was every combination of two characters. A little moment when they realised they're lost. That was quite fun. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to link that one? Because that sounds good to me. Oh god, that was something that appeared at E3 that made me go, the actual fuck. That's actually kind of got me interested in seeing it. That's the uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Do go on. Do you it's, know about this? That's the first... Per- it's like the first person shooter... First person. Plants vs. Zombies game. Yes, I know enough about it to know that I yeah. can't talk like I'm looking forward to it. Fair enough. So I'm interested to hear you do so. Oh, I'm just, I just, I just, the trailer intrigued me. I watched it and went, huh, well that's different. Just to let everyone know, Jack was just stroking my knee. No, I wasn't. I was reaching for my wine. You were stroking my knee. Ladies. Just just ask and then you can do it. It's okay. <laughs> what, reach for his wine or stroke your knee? <laughs> <laughs> little column A, little column B. And let's point out, 
that was a moment in the DLC, yes. The uh, the moment of the companions getting lost. It wasn't from the base game of Dragon Age Yeah. <laughs> Prince's Quest or something like that? I can't remember what it was called. Sounds like my kind of game. What, because people get lost in it? Yes, but also princesses. True. Uh, yeah. So we're just looking at the uh, the Brave New Worlds DLC coming out for um, Civilization Five next month. Oh, yes, I'm looking forward to. Oh, that. So am I. I saw, yeah, I saw actually, a trailer for it a long time ago. I'm just like, oh, good god, yes. So who are they? <laughs> what are they adding this time? Uh, they added basically from what I remember. I'm not going to like list off all the stuff, but they've added in like uh, trading stuff. So now you can actually trade um, materials between your cities. So like a brand new city you've just built. Yeah, you can now actually trade uh, production from your capital to that city to get it built faster, huh. um, rather than having to build everything in it. It's, yeah, that that it's helps. Uh, the idea being that you know workers would move from your capital city to this new frontier, which kind of yeah. makes a lot of sense. They're adding in a couple of new civilizations as well. Uh, Mike, you I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. So there is uh, Poland, Brazil, Assyria, the Zulus, Portugal, Indonesia, Morocco, Venice. Uh, Shoshone and also rumor. Oh no, yeah, Venice and Shoshone. Yeah. There's also new wonders. Oh yeah, there's there's all that sort of stuff that they throw in with every sort of DLC year. New wonders and, and scenarios, new policies, new mm. ideologies. Cool. Yeah, I think they're completely overhauling the. Um, uh, what's it called? The oh, when you get with culture uh, policies, you can, you can they're overhauling that with the ideologies section. Hmm. Um, so you can basically, like, when you get into the late game, you can then swap out things. I think the, th the three big ones being um, order, autocracy, and freedom. And, yeah, you can, but you have to pick one of those and then progress along a whole new tech tree based on those, rather than huh. sort of, yeah, picking and choosing. Rather than it being a set policy tree. Mm. And they're completely redoing the diplomacy game as well yeah which sounds very interesting because the last yes. we did it we got the the gods and kings uh, way which was brilliant because it wasn't just here is some money please be my friend it became like i've killed some bandits and also i've bullied this other city state for you and also i've given you islam please be my friend <laughs> I still now, need gods there, there are two things on the bullet list of things they're adding to diplomacy that make me grin one is vote trading Oh. And the other is intrigue. So, sort of doing a bit more with the spies that they added into Gods and Kings. Yes. Interesting. I didn't find a decent use for the spies, really. Largely because I was t I'm too good at Civ Five, so my spies were like, I'm sorry, we're, we're too technologically advanced to steal anything. Yeah. They weren't very useful. Yeah, use them as counterintelligence instead. Yeah. Pandora makes a point. Uh, new Deus Ex. Yeah. Is there, I, I actually, no, hang on. Don't, don't just go. Yeah. I, I didn't hear about a new DS, Deus Ex. When, when's, what is, when, when, what? It's, it's uh, iOS. an iOS game. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, there's the, uh, the director's cut of Deus Ex, anyway, isn't it? That's coming out. Yeah. But. I don't know. I can't see Deus Ex working brilliantly on an iPad. Yeah, that would be kind of weird. It's, a, it's an odd choice. Oh, however, speaking of iPads, 
I forgot to mention extra things about Watch Dogs that they re- uh, released that made me smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things. One, the multiplayer. Because you multiplayer? play as a named character, okay, it's going to be hard to do multiplayer. Yeah, that's what I say. What you can do is you can jump into a friend's game, and you both play as the character, and see the other person as an NPC. Ah. But it's an NPC who is as powerful and as smart as you are. So, in this city where you are this elite super hacker, there are a few others. And they are other players. And the thing is, you could team up, you could work together, or you can directly dick with each other. (laughs) I know which one we'll all be doing if we ever get this. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We've played enough Left 4 Dead 2 to know that like multiplayer is just for griefing everyone. So much. But you can also jump into another person's game through your iPad, which gives you a very different view of the city. A map. Huh. And I, I didn't... I need to go back and look at more of this, but from what I can understand, you can sort of um, interfere with uh, police dispatch and emergency services through the map. So you can sort of see where the player is and, and again, mess with him. Huh. And we will. Repeatedly. But it opens up a possibility of multiplayering with yourself and using your tablet to hack the game in the way your character hacks the game by deliberately dispatching the police in the wrong direction and things. Man, that actually sounds really fun. So it ends up with who's got the most tablets? (laughs) It's just like me. It's like a rave, basically. So Simon wins. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing more details about that. Hmm. And more interesting uses of multiple devices in multiplayer gaming. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, what was the... There's a there's a uh, MMO at the moment which is supposed to be multi-platform. Um, shit. I haven't gonna... heard of that one. No, um... Oh. Defiance? Defiance, that's the one. It's out now. Which is... Oh, the one... That's interesting, Defiance is... Which I thought was kind of an interesting thing because it is it's it's a an it's an MMO, but it is completely cross-platform. So people playing it on the PS4, 360, PC, and I believe even Wii is is device on the Wii U. Um, no, the biggest thing about that is though, Jack. What's that? Uh, the thing about Defiance is there is a companion TV show that Wait, runs alongside it, it. What you mean, as in the you know the TV show Defiance? Yes. It's not even a companion TV show. It's no the game. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching but it, it for this week, but it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, but the fact is, stuff that happens in the show affects the game, yeah. and then the game affects the show. Really? Yeah. I actually had no idea about that. Yeah, stuff that you can do in the game, the choices made by the players on the game, can affect the actual way the mo- the show flows. Events that will happen, characters that will come and go are all affected by the, the players of the game, and vice versa. Wow. Um, that's pretty cool. I honestly had no... They're really into their whole, like, uh, tying things together, then, like, in terms of multi soul and... Uh... Yeah. Jamie's been watching Defiance himself. Yeah, it's, well. it's a really, really good series. I think if, if you're out there, if, you, if you're a fan of um, things like Firefly and Babylon 5, give it a go. It's really, 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 really good. Those are two things I like a lot. Have you not, have you not seen it yet? No, Defiance, it's all heard of. Defiance, really? 
Okay. Plants is basically a city on this. It's, it's, it's not Earth, is it? It's another planet. No, it's, it's Earth. It, um, it is Earth, yeah. Defiance used to be... Um, oh, it, was the... a, it was a battleground. Yeah. yeah it's um, where members from both sides of the conflict decided to... San Francisco Bay. There you go. To fight, uh, to join together, to fight against That's their... Really the and um... become defiant. You know, this is... We're standing our grounds here against this. We don't want to fight. No, no, yeah, exactly. Basically, like, uh, there was a big... Basically, aliens turn up um, with these ships, and, and basically they're all in, like, arcs. They're all um, in uh, hibernation. And there's a big war goes on, and, like, a lot of the ships crash, and lots and lots of the, the aliens die. And then there's this big truce called, and we all start to, live, to learn to live together. And it's set a long time after that, or it's a couple, you know, decades after that, with all these sort of alien races living together with humans in these various places. Um, so it's got that kind of Babylon 5 style, all the different races bringing their cultures together, but it's it's very um, New Frontier style Firefly um, storyline. Yeah. And it's it's really, really fun. It's it's quite a good show. I mean, all the different alien races are really interesting to see. You've got some very... Um, oh, what are they called? The, 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 so there's like, you know, the Lady Hamlet, that Lady Hamlet, Lady Macbeth character, um, which is just fantastic. Just give it a go. Give it a go. Really, really good. And how's the game? Uh, I've watched. I haven't played it, but I've watched some Let's Plays. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's um, sort of it's a bit by the numbers MMO. Uh, yeah. But... If you were playing as you progress, you know, the tutorial area you play by yourself, or with if you're doing it like local uh, multiplayer with your friends. At that, but as soon as you do the tutorial, you're then chucked into the world that is the game, and then suddenly everyone appears. And as you progress through levels, you can get abilities to um, spawn yourself a vehicle. St. Louis, that's the name of the it's what used to be St. Louis, I believe. Um, of... You know, it looks the game itself looks you know, typical. MMO, perfect horse. Just... Yeah, it is. Like I said, it's, by, it's sort of by the numbers MMO. In, uh, in a third-person shooter. Yeah. So, fairly similar to, say, Planet Side. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's, yeah. A good, that's a really good... Uh, uh, I, see, I, believe it's, it, I think it's all PvE. There's no PvP, from what I've seen. Um, yeah. Well, from what I've seen as well, yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Um, but I mean, because if you're going to do a shooter, yeah. but, do PvP. Because well, having said that, I, I mean, I've started playing an MMO recently, um, uh, Old Republic, which I'm sure. Yes, yeah, so you're on the wrong server. Yes, I play. I play on a roleplay server. Um, so yeah, there's there's that. I mean, I, whenever I play an MMO, I go to roleplay servers because I, I've got no interest in combat itself. I'm there to you know to play a character. Whereas I have also been playing. Star Wars The Old Republic, but I'm playing on a PvE server because I'm in it for the raids. Yeah. We, that's, that's what I really like about a lot of MMOs is that it gives you that choice, which is now I need to play more MMOs, basically. But speaking of this, World of Tanks is coming to the Xbox, which I'm interested in. World of Tanks? Really? Yeah. I'm thinking of gratuitous tank battle, sorry. Yeah. Slightly different. Also, yeah. just as fun. World of Tanks. In a different way. Tank yeah. MMOs, which... I love, and our previous host also loves. Yeah, we've had a several previous hosts. <laughs> you know the one I'm living in now. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, that's coming out on the 360, and maybe the one as well. 
I'm not sure. I'm assuming it would come out on the one if it's coming out on the 360. The X-Bone. X-Bones. I'm interested by that. Because I never got... I saw it being played a lot on the PC, but never got the time around to do it. But if it comes out on the Xbox, I'm thinking I might pick it up. It's going to be fun. Yeah. What else do I really want to buy this year? Well, uh, well Jenna, Jenna popped the £20 deposit on the special edition, the super special edition GTA 5. Wait, what happened? That's not going to be released in. That's not going to be released in Europe, I don't think. Uh, not, no, not what you're talking about. Uh, Mike just pointed out a game for the Vita, which I think is probably just going to be Japan. What's that? Uh, no, it's coming out in Europe. Uh, Hatsune Miku Project Diva F. Oh, what the music rhythm game? Yeah, it's the PS3. I played the demo over the weekend. It's, yeah. Okay. Cool. There, there is a. Oh God. Yeah, there's a yeah. Miku game coming out in, in in August. Jesus Christ. To the West. Yeah. It's the so, demo. The demo is currently available. PlayStation Network. Cool. Then there's Grand Theft Auto Five. So I've got my. So I've got Company of Heroes. Rome. Yeah, Total War Rome Two. Oh shit! Yeah, Total War. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hang on, uh, I'm guessing you're a, you're a yes for that as well, Simon. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. So there's Grand Theft Auto Five and. Saints Row Four. Well, let's have a look at the the lineup. What's coming? Yes, let's get the, li the list up. I don't think I'm. I think I'm safe until damn. I think I'm safe till October. Because uh, there there isn't a lot I want. Yeah, I'm safe. I'm safe till October when suddenly in in the space of three days. Sorry, no, in, in the space of one week. Sorry, we get Pokemon X and Y, uh, Batman Arkham Origins, Assassin's Creed Four, and WWE Two K Fourteen. So Grand Theft Auto V is hitting in September. Yeah. But I'm going to be waiting for the PC. Yeah. Fair enough. So I'll probably be waiting until mid-2014. But you've also got Total War coming out that same month as well. Yes. That I'll be getting. Yeah. We also have NHL 14, which I might pick up. You are a big hockey nut, yeah. I am, that's true. October, yeah, as you said, there is Pokemon X and Y. Yeah. There is Batman Arkham Origins, which yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. sold on. Really? Uh, it's not Rocksteady. No, it's not Rocksteady. Yeah. It's so one of for reviews. It's uh, Time Warner, isn't it? Uh, yes. But the thing in October that I probably am going to buy... WWT 2K14? Beyond Two Souls. Oh, Jesus! Oh... The new Quantic Dream, starring Ellen Page. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and again, uh, another uh, what's it called? Uh, console exclusive. Basically. Yes, because Quantic Dream actually do those. Yeah, they they just deal with um... and Willem Dafoe. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page in in a in a Quantic Dream. Jesus Christ! I know. I this is going to be very interesting. I know very little about it. I mean, the plot summary on Wikipedia is the game features psychological, spiritual, and thriller elements. So, but yeah, it's a Quantic Dream. Yeah, game. every Quantic Dream. I mean, I, I absolutely <laughs> friggin' loved. Uh, 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 I was gonna say, you know, uh, Indigo Prophecy then. Uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Fahrenheit. Yeah. We've, we've got an, an American listener right now, so. But yes, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Almost palpably. Also, holy shit, yes, Aya and Toko. 
Yeah, boy. I'm just putting a shout out to the to the the, the chat box. <laughs> and then in November, Watch Dogs. Oh, also, Simon, you've been asked a question in in hockey. In hockey, Chicago or Boston for the Stanley Cup? Ah, now is that who I want to win or who I think will win? Oh, we have to wait for. Is, is it a different answer for both? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, I mean, I'm guessing you want Boston to win. Well, oh, okay. This is <laughs> right. oh, oh, I realize oh. we're, we're probably going to lose about half our listeners now because now we're talking about sport. But <laughs> sports, 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 sports. <laughs> you see, it's it's a tough one to call because I'm a Rangers fan. Right. The Rangers' relationship with Boston is strenuous, to say the least. So I'd quite like to see the Blackhawks kick their ass. I'm not sure that's going to happen, though. Boston have been pretty strong in the last couple of games. So you think Boston... Is it the Bruins? Yes. Cool. I think the Bruins are going to take it. I want the Blackhawks to take it. Fair enough. Yeah, Phil asks whichever, so... <laughs> you know, who you want to win or who you think will win, so... And has also said, I'm an Avs fan, which means he's never going to see a Stanley Cup. Phil's greatest love is football, is American football. So. It's American sports in general, Phil. Yeah. He is the man that wears the jerseys. <laughs> Just it's actually not really fair to say, because the Avs have actually won two Stanley Cups. Not recently. Uh, fairly recently. Well, no, actually, I say Mike, that. Mike's just trying to make a joke. He has no idea what the abs are. He doesn't even know what fucking hockey is. I don't know what a Stanley Cup is. Is it <laughs> Stanley's Cup or... 1996. <laughs> you were alive, therefore it is recent. Because you're, like, 12. Hey, I've been alive. 2001. Now. You have not been alive for a while. You're 13 years old. <laughs> and I was quite happy when they won in 2001 because they beat the Jersey Devils. You don't like the... Oh, of course. You fucking... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was you don't like the Jersey Devils? Like, oh, yeah, Rangers fan. <laughs> I've taught you better than that. Yeah. Hey, and actually, I was realized since the last episode of World One Stage One, I've been to New Jersey. Oh, yeah, you did have. I, I have been to New Jersey. Uh, I have been to uh, Pennsylvania, New York, and Detroit, uh, Michigan. And three of those states were really nice. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those states was shut. Which one was shut? New York. New York was shut? I oh, land we landed the day before Hurricane Sandy. Ah. <laughs> Which, to us, was just... Some, was, was hilarious, some... yeah. Uh, but for us was yeah we landed in New York the day before Hurricane Sandy and then um, then, then we fled through New Jersey which was um, there and then we went down into uh, Philadelphia and then we flew to Detroit parts of New Jersey are lovely I, I'm sure they are but the parts we saw weren't I'm not going to say New Jersey was horrible I'm going to say like the part the, literally the parts we saw on the road between New York City and Philadelphia yeah that is like the worst bit of New yeah, Jersey which is a shame I'm sure, I would love to go back there and see like more of it so if we have any listeners that are from New Jersey please tell me places I can come and visit and see what's cool 
because I want to go back to America again when you know there isn't a massive tropical storm ravaging the, uh, the East Coast. <laughs> it is called the Garden State for a reason. Yeah, parts of it are really, really nice. Philadelphia was absolutely lovely, but then I really love Benjamin Franklin. So <laughs> Detroit was actually surprisingly not that cold and was also really lovely. I mean, my, my recurring memory of Detroit is always going to be like two things. Three things, actually. Like, me and Rowan joking that we'd be able to see Canada from our hotel room. We could, could see you? Canada from our hotel room. Yep. The other one being we were told that we were in the low-rise part of the hotel. So we were, in the, we were in the bottom half of the hotel, and we were on floor 34. That sounds about right. Jesus. Ter- right. Bearing in mind, I've never left Europe. So I've told we were on the lower, lower half of the hotel, floor 34. Jesus Christ. We went to floor 69 as well. My ears, of course you did. We did. Uh-huh. It was a party. Um, our, our ears popped on the way up in the elevator. That was terrifying. <laughs> and my other recurring memory about um, about uh, Detroit is this. A homeless man approached me in Detroit and sold me his concept album where he raps about Star Trek. That's pretty cool. That was amazing. That's somewhere in the living room. Yeah, I gave it to Mike as a, as a, as a souvenir. I want a rip of that album. It's somewhere in the living room. When it, I find it, I, I'll I send just, it. You. I saw a guy coming towards him, and, and he was just like, hey, you know, talking to me, and he was just like, "Are you a Trekkie?" I'm like, I, I look the type, I suppose. Um, but then he ends up selling me this album. I'm like, it's not that bad. I have listened to it. <laughs> it's 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 not. I mean, it's very. I I said, "How much do you want for it?" He said, "How much? You, you know, what are you willing to pay?" I mean, most people give me like two or three bucks. I gave him a you know five dollars, and mm-hmm. it was really good. It's it's certainly worth five dollars. I'll put it that way. Funnily enough, I too have bought a CD off a man in the street. Yeah? How did it... Yeah, in Camden, there's a guy who sells his album, and it's just a, a independent hip-hop producer. Yeah. And I had to support this, because, as you know, I like hip-hop when it comes from a place that is its roots, yeah. which is independent um, music, yeah. not horrible, there's misogynistic gangster wonderful about you with your radio voice saying hip-hop. <laughs> I know. I, I have to support the hip-hops. <laughs> and and it was a feel really like good album. If it was the Ren Centre, then it was indeed the same hotel, but I think there is only one hotel in Detroit, so... <laughs> the Detroit Marriott. Yes, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed your stay, and I want to terrify you now by saying that uh, new discoveries in Cables... Uh, they've made uh, lift cables out of carbon fibre strings. Oh, cool. Which weigh a fraction of what the steel cables do. And the weight of cable is the largely limiting factor on the height of a skyscraper. Oh! By the time you get to 500 metres or so, the cable is three quarters of the weight of the lift mechanism. <laughs> uh, with carbon fibre... And there's nothing stopping them building a kilometre or more. I'm not okay with that. Right, you're aware of my phobias, right? Yep, that's why I said this. Yeah. I'm so oh, okay Oh man, New York specifically. Manhattan was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, you know, a lot of it was underwater, so, you know, that wasn't... That does make the buildings look smaller. Yeah. But And we couldn't go to Central Park, which was a shame. Was it more or less water than Wales is normally under? That's a low blow, man. It was there was a lot of water. Like holy shit, we couldn't get breakfast most times. 
We couldn't Jack, get Jack. Jack. Yep. Explain the tea situation. Oh my God, America! Right, my American listeners, and I know there's one in, <laughs> again, one in the chat room right now. Um, what the hell is up with your hot drink system? We 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 made tea using a coffee maker, but there was no milk, so we had half and half, and tea with half and half it's like a gold color <laughs> and i just i sipped it and it was, just, it was like it was like licking a hot yogurt oh don't i really want to go back to america i, I think that is one of the, the most beautiful countries i've been to and everyone was really friendly and it was absolutely fantastic but holy shit figure out your tea system people <laughs> a lot of americans have figured out tea just not the hotels yeah not the hotel I, i'm not saying you know americans i'm saying like if, if, if you work in a hotel get them to fix this shit man but yeah it was an absolutely beautiful and also I, I forget to mention as well that you know i was there we were there for like a week and a half so we landed the day before hurricane sandy we left the day after the election I was in New York in a in a, uh, a Louisiana n -n 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 restaurant uh, whilst the election results were coming in. That was a odd day. I can imagine it was an experience. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. I I had hush puppies and and pulled pork uh, po boys. They were delicious. Oh, I love pulled pork. Oh, that was it was so fantastic. It's one of the things I like about living in London. There's a lot of pulled pork around here. Oh. It was good, and that's another thing about America, just the food was just phenomenal, absolutely fantastic, and yeah. Um, so this is basically just like a massive gushing shout-out to the West. You can see why I'm so fond of it now. Absolutely, and I want to go back again. Um, New York was fantastic. I want to go when it's open, uh, and not underwater. Uh, Philadelphia was brilliant. New Jersey, I, I would like to see some more of. <laughs> Literally, all I saw it was a Popeye's restaurant. Um, and oh, and some trees. And Detroit was absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to go again. So you wouldn't say that Detroit is a city in urban decay? Detroit was, like, really nice. I mean, granted, we saw, like, downtown, which is the really developed uh, area where they've sunk the most money into. So, you know, I, my, my vision of Detroit is admittedly a little bit skewed. Nor would you latch on to an opening to go into a Robocop rap. Ah. Uh... I can't do it. It's to cancel its crime. Because the problem because it has a dead 209. <laughs> yeah. Hush puppies are like is it like bat I I forget is it like sweet battered dough or something? Kind of. Yeah. It's really good, really tasty. It's like um it's like sort of like donuts. Like uh like an unholy offspring between donuts and dough balls. You went to Delta City. Delta City? Detroit. I don't get it. In Robocop. Oh, yeah. The, the good bits, though. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's been a long time since I saw Robocop. But yeah, this is, my, this is my big gushing I love you to the United States of America. God bless you. See, I went to Newcastle. That's the thing I've done while you did that. In the last year, I've been to the States, survived the hurricane, watched the election results come in. You went to Newcastle. <laughs> We've got a Geordie in the audience. <laughs> He's going to be really angry that you didn't come and say hi to him. Oh, good point. <laughs> I was also... I'd forgotten that I was 
while I was in Durham. It was the Simply Syndicated meetup, and I was in Durham at the time. So I was actually really close by. I could have just popped down and seen everybody. You're I a prick. That's it. what you are. He's a bastard. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's, That's a good a, point. Is there a Simply Syndicated meetup soon that we could all go to? I don't think so. Oh. I'm I'm sad. Let's organise one. Yeah. Shit, actually, can we, do you reckon we can get everyone to come to, like, where you live in London? Um, I forget, you, I forget you don't live Leeds. across the road from us anymore. You really need to come to Leeds. Leeds is great. Why would I want to go to Leeds? They've got a brew Simply dog bar now. Meetup. They've got a brew dog bar now. Why don't we all go to the brew dog bar? Got one of them here, too. Yeah, you've got one of them. I went to the one yeah, in there's Newcastle. There's everything in London. I went to the one in Newcastle and got wrecked. It was great. My, my apologies, Mr. Phil. Durham's great. <laughs> Love Durham. So, where we, we, we should we should organise a meetup? Like not now, because I'm plastered. Um, but mm. we should organise. No, a let's meetup. do it. Let's get on a bus. Go <laughs> <laughs> okay. now. Well, we should wait until people like you know we put this episode out for people to download and listen to at a later date, so they can all come along as well. Well, there's normally one in September. Just check the forum. Yeah, check the forum. Uh, if you're listening to us, go and like you know sign up and listen to the forum. There is no forum. What? No forum? I thought when did that go? Simpson had a forum, right? It had a forum. It's gone. Oh. I'm check re- the Facebook page. Yeah, check our Facebook page. We'll, we'll update it when I'm... Surprised. Check the Simply Syndicated Facebook page. No, no, check check the World 1 Stage 1 Facebook page. Check the World 1 Stage 1 Facebook page as well. Because I will start updating it with all sorts of random shit once I am sober and my laptop is back from Mr. Singh. Stop calling him Mr. Singh. That's how he introduces yes, himself every time. We don't time have a forum anymore. So, check us on Facebook. Yep. Facebook.com slash World 1 Stage 1. Check us on Twitter, W1S1. It sounds like you're ending the episode. Please don't. Well, it has been a couple of hours. It has been a couple of hours. I'm let's, tired. Let's throw, let's, you're tired? I don't give a shit. Let's I've, throw I've it, got let's, work in the morning. I don't care. Let's throw it to the audience and see what they want to do. I also have work in the morning, and I'm controlling the broadcast. He's in control of the you broadcast. You are a monster. Oh. Yes, I am. Also, quickly, Man of Steel. Oh, haven't it, seen it yet. yet. Haven't seen it? Fantastic. Really film. good film. Really, really good film. I have heard such mixed things. Really, I really enjoyed it. Um, but for you, it, for you to say that, that's... yes, it suffers from a lot of the same problems that every um, Zack Snyder film suffers from, which is a case of like, oh my god, dude, stick to a narrative. Don't just keep jumping all over the place. Uh, it has see, a, yeah, I've only heard extreme opinions. It's like no one has gone. Eh. It's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I'm not going to say it's a great film. It has problems, but it's beautiful. It, it, the, the effects in it are really, really nice. Um, there's a lot of nice callbacks to the original uh, Superman films. Um, there's it, really solid performances from everyone. Um, and it's just, it's a really, really nice film. It's got some really good sci-fi elements in the first sort of 20 minutes or so of it where it's all on Krypton. Mm. Um so it's it's really good. Um, see, I've heard really good and really bad. Yeah. But all the really good stuff I've heard is kind of vague. And it's really good. It's well shot. It's fun. The action sequences. Yeah. Great. Oh, holy shit. The action sequences probably, I would argue, beat out anything in the Avengers. That's I'm gonna go strong praise. I'm going to say that. It, it, yeah, the action sequences yeah, no, it was, beat out the Avengers. It was incredibly impressive. The criticisms I've heard, though, and I won't repeat them because spoilers. Okay. But they're very specific. Are they are they plot-related? Uh, some of them are. Yeah. 
Uh, Some of them are very heavily, not so much plot as whole reimagining of the Superman mythos. Yes. Yeah. But as coming into it from, I'm not a big, big fan of Superman. I mean, I love my DC stuff. It, I think it stands quite well. Mm. Against a lot of problems, a couple of problems because Zack Snyder has this love of like jumping forward and then jumping back and then jumping forward then jumping back. Yeah. So you miss some stuff. Um, but, See. Yeah. I fear the things I've heard against it. Yeah. I'm going to go and see it, because the, the most recent trailer intrigued me. Okay. There was enough in there that wasn't your bog-standard Superman story, so that I went, oh, no, I do have to see this. Yeah. Yeah. But I I will be going in cautiously. You're... I mean, it's not a spoiler to say, you're not a big Superman fan, are you? Well... I'm remembering uh, Ultimate Superman... Uh, not Ultimate Superman. Uh, Super... Oh, All-Star Superman? All-Star Superman. Grant Morrison's All-Star Superman. It's fair to say I'm not a fan of that. The thing is, with Superman... Again, there's no middle ground. If he's well-written, I love him. And... If there's anything wrong with the way it's written, I hate it. Because he's a very difficult character. Oh, absolutely, I agree. Uh... And funnily enough, the best and worst writing of Superman, in my opinion, are both Grant Morrison. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I loved what he did with the reboot in the New 52, his first run in action comics. Oh, did he write action comics? Yes. I absolutely loved that. With the That was perhaps my favourite Superman. With the whole, like, jumping out of a building, holding onto a guy he's trying to get to confess, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did... Well, before that, he did All-Star Superman, which I really didn't like. Yeah. Well, as far as... Uh, from, from your perspective, was awful. Yes. I mean, it's... Everything I've heard people say about it that means it's a good book is true. But I just didn't like the book. Yeah, fair enough. Although it did have the first, the best opening page of any Superman book ever. Yeah. Six panel origin story. Wow. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what the captions were. Doom Planet, Last Chance, Journey Through Space, Loving Couple. It's basically the entire origin story told in six pictures. Wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've told it to you before, but for the listeners, I'm not sure if I've ever said it on World 1 Stage 1. My big hang-up with superhero movies and superhero reboots is we know the origin story. Yeah. And the first movie, the first book, is always the bloody origin story. Absolutely. Mm. So to get it dealt with in a page... Yeah. So it's in the book. You can't say it's incomplete. (laughs) But everybody knows it, so let's just gloss over it. And go. Mm. Funnily enough, I like that. That was a lot of my worry. Was again, um, we uh, what I was always arguing about with the whole um, Superman with uh, Man of Steel is we already know the Superman origin. We already know. That. Yes. They... And that's why the most recent trailer convinced me. Yeah. Because I saw enough in there to go. They've changed the origin. It's not really a spoiler thing to say because it is. It's the first sort of fifteen minutes of the film it is all. Krypton. It's all to do with Jor-El and Zod and, and the council and why Krypton was blowing up and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's going into the origin story but into the part that you never really see in the comics, which is what was Krypton like? Mm. And it's very different to how I remember, because I, I always remember it from the comics and the, the, the Christopher Reeve um, films as basically being all very white and shiny with people wearing robes and everyone was really, really clever and smoking yeah. riddles and that sort of shit. It's like the Fortress of Solitude filled with Greek scholars. Yeah, exactly. 
so totally not that with the new with with Man of Steel. No, there's enough in the trailer that I've seen. Yeah, that. it's it's certainly worth seeing just for that opening bit with of, of Krypton. It's in that regard, like why I love Thor. They had the balls to set a lot of it in Asgard. Yeah, and Asgard looked fantastic. Also, yes, we do all have Skype, and it's how we are communicating right now. Indeed. Okay, except to you, we're coming across to you from the the the, the radio. But amongst ourselves, it's how we're talking. Yes, but between ourselves, that's how we're talking. And by the time this episode goes able to download, I should have my computer back with Skype on it. Which will be good. Yes, it will. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go and see Man of Steel. Please do. It, it's enjoyable. I, I'm not going to say it has its flaws, but overall it's enjoyable. Uh, well, I, I believe we have a work outing plan for it. Excellent. And... I'm either going to come out of that film singing its praises or damning it worse than I did The Dark Knight. Okay. That's my prediction. Fair enough. Mm. Well, knowing me, actually, I'll be the first person I know of to go, eh. I've got a feeling you'll be very meh about it. I'd say meh is not a bad thing to go for. It's it's not, like, groundbreakingly awesome, is what I mean. It's not, like, going to, like, repave the entire way for the superhero movie. No, um, but it's it's an enjoyable superhero. Like the highest praise I can give you is Rowan hates superhero films, and this is Superman. It is the most superhero-y of all superheroes, and she really enjoyed it. So, you know, that is pretty good. Yeah, that's like say that's like going back to Kotor, where you know Rowan doesn't like Star Wars. Yeah, but she loves Kotor. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's worth it's worth looking into at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just some of the specific criticisms I've heard, I don't think it'll gel with what I think of as Superman. Yeah, I'd like to. I, I want to hear those women off air. Um, well, that we can do. Then. Also, yeah, um, there's there's talk of the Star Trek reboot in the chat. So uh, yeah, I'm going to start heavily heavily drinking right now <laughs> uh, to briefly address the comment. Um, uh, Kurt's early days were mentioned and covered in Star Trek a lot more than you might think and the reboot kind of uh, yeah I don't like it yeah that's the nicest way I can put it without going into a a long long rant no no come sit in our circle come sit in our circle now now I'm just. It got brought up in the chat box, so I just need to. I just need to sort of put it out there. Fuck, right. Abrams, fuck Abrams and his stupid face. Okay, that's been discussed. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. Actually, that's not true. For reasons that Isn't... are secret reasons, I might have to watch Into Darkness. Interesting. Again, I might discuss that offline. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Cool. Fair enough. So anyway, I think that just about does it for our returning episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm really sad. To ideas add- for next week. Oh shit! Should we have an actual like episode plan for the next time? Uh, well, we're we're about to send this out into the world. Everyone, if you've got something you'd like us to talk about, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Oh, yes. we've got our new Facebook page. Yeah, we actually we? have a Facebook page. I put it on my Tumblr, which is I assume how various people um, found us. Well, one person on the list, I think, found us through Tumblr. Uh, 
Also, uh, shall I start a World 1 Stage 1 Tumblr? Ooh, yeah, go on. Good cool. idea. Yeah, go done. on. Cool. Uh, don't fill it full of porn. Uh, no promises. <laughs> Dragon's Crown is coming out next in two months' time, so no promises. Right, we love Will. Everything. We love Will. Maybe not let him link that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, facebook.com slash world one stage one. Oh, oh, there we go. There's a suggestion already. Yes, yes, yes. Twitter.com yes. slash W1S1. But no, also plot for next time. Plot? Da dating sims, visual novels, and Atome games. Uh, Do you know what? I'm game for this. So am I. I'll sit quietly. I've played about a thousand to you of them. Crazy. I have seen so many animated dicks in my video games. I am really I played, I played a couple of visual novels, not enough to... I can throw in what I've, my hat into the ring for, for what I know, but I think this will be a Jack-centric show. Uh, I might have a lot to say. Yeah. So it'll be you two then. It'll be like the good old days. It will be less dating sims on my part. Visual novels. Although I have a lot to say about the uh, 4chan generated dating sim. <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I want to say it is really good. That's the thing, you're laughing. But I want to bring up how unexpectedly brilliant it is. That's the thing, we'll, well, we will talk about it next time because I think yeah. next time it's going to be dating games and visual novels. Nope. Yep. There we go. It's been decided. It has. Um, so please do turn up next uh, next Tuesday, should we say? Yeah. Same time? Tuesday at 8. I'm free. Tuesday at 8. I'm oh, free. Oh, I'll listen God. to the podcast I'm, thereafter. I'm part of a radio show because they join us Tuesday at 8 o'clock and we will uh, try to be there on time. <laughs> Oh, it's good to be back. Yeah, it really fun. is. Right, let's make sure we actually come back Tuesday. Oh, God, I feel ill. Let's actually <laughs> come back Tuesday at 8. So remember, that's going to be the uh, oh, the God. second Tuesday of June, 2014. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, no, I was saying... No, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I just realised what you just said. Git. What? Simon. It's our annual gaming show. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. So tune in next week Please on the 25th. Yes. At 8 o'clock, uh, GM... No, BST. BST, British Summertime. Uh, it's bullshit time. Yeah, which bullshit is when time. we start. And we will talk about dating games. Because we're manly men. And visual men. novels. Manly man. Being manly. Well, we got two, so until then... We got two, two bearded ones and two... Non-bearded people, so I'm trying. It, you certainly I've are. To, I've been trying to grow a beard for like twelve years now. I have to shave for work. Yeah, yeah. All right, you could wear a beard, net. You could wear a beard, snood. Snood. No, they wouldn't let me be a manager if I did that. Really? Ah, oh, sad. That's discrimination. It is. It's beardist. It is, but they also don't care. <laughs> It's McDonald's, I suppose, they, you know, they've got enough money to not care. So on that tragic note, yeah. <laughs> I have been Simon. I have been Jack. I have been Irish. And I've been quiet, mostly. Goodbye. Bye! Bye.